You're listening to the Video Marketing Podcast, helping you go a little more viral every day. Here's your host, Matt Johnston. I'm going to teach you today my, uh, my system that I developed so that you know exactly what content to create for your brand 100% of the time. If you're out there and you feel, because there's a lot of entrepreneurs here, or people that are very close to businesses, if you feel like you don't know right now uh, where your business is going, you feel a little bit lost, you're disappointed with your sales, you're disappointed with your leads, you're disappointed in general about where you are stacked up against the competition and you're not quite sure yet how to stick out and actually grow, the answer is content. The answer is you need to be producing consistent content and providing people with value in order to win. So what I want to do for you here today is basically put an hour-long presentation that I give into five minutes and show you how to create content that is super, super valuable for your brand. Okay, that's okay. I'll just talk. You don't really need slides. I'll just talk you through it. Um, okay, so it's called the seed system. So the seed system is basically a barometer to show you six minutes on the clock. It's basically a barometer to show you exactly what content to create at any given moment. So everybody here needs to be making content, 100%. I'm gonna tell you that right now. If you're not making content, you're behind. Even if you're a local business, you're a mom and pop that runs a laundromat, or you are like Gary Vee in training, you need to be making content to stand out. So what content do you create? That's usually where people stop. So this system helps that. So I've got other ways to help you learn how to figure out how to brainstorm content. I don't have time to get into that today. But let's say that you've come up with like some good stuff. You're like, I think I should do this stuff. The seed system is your barometer to show you basically what is going to win and what's going to lose. And the stuff that you lose, you don't have to do and you don't have to waste time and money on. Right? Okay, so the seed system, four things. Specificity, empathy, emotion, and deliver. Um, these four things are basically your benchmarks that you take a content idea and you match it up against these things and you can decide if you want to actually do that content based on if it lines up with the seed system. Because the thing is, I just told you all that you, you need to make content. Maybe you don't believe me, maybe you do. I, I, I'd love you to suspend your disbelief. If not, and just say, yes, I do need to make content. Then you say, okay, so what kind of content do I need to make? I don't know what to make. Should I just sell my products? Should I just like offer 30% deals all the time? Like that's not content. What do I actually create? So you're gonna come up with ideas of things that are valuable to the brand. The first thing to remember when you're coming up with content ideas uh, is that it's not about you. It's about your audience. It's about your potential customers. It's about your current customers. If they have a lifetime value and they're customers that can keep coming back. It's about them, it's not about you. Just like Jeff Bezos said, just like Jeff Bezos said, they quote Jeff Bezos. But it's a great, it's a great quote. Your brand is actually dictated by what your customers say about you when you're not around. Not by you standing on your pedestal and saying, my brand is XYZ. So, specificity. So your content needs to be about something super, super specific. It needs to tease to something very, very specific. One of the biggest problems that I see, this is the biggest problem that I see when people have content ideas is that it's general, it's formless, it doesn't have a lot to it, and so nobody's gonna click it. And at the end of the day, you can make something beautiful 
for your brand Facebook page, your brand Twitter, your brand uh, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, whatever you're doing, and if nobody clicks it, nobody watches it, because we specialize in video, we mostly talk about video, but this works for anything, then, uh, then, then does it matter? If, if you make the most brilliant piece of content and nobody clicks it, does it matter? Um, no, it doesn't matter. Okay, so uh, specificity is the first one, right? So you can just basically come up with uh, your content ideas, measure it against these four things, and you'll know what to do. So specificity is the topic or the kernel of your story. So you basically say to yourself, is there one specific thing that I can tease to in this content that is specific? Because people want what I call click expectations. They want to know what's on the other side of their click. So if you're making content, and you have a headline for this content that lives everywhere, it's the gateway and the door into all of your content, you have to ask yourself, okay, do our readers, viewers, whoever it is, know what they're going to get on the other side of their click? If not, they're going to leave. They're not going to, they're not going to click. They're not going to watch. So is it specific? So this is why lists do so well because people know exactly what's on the other side of it. Five hacks to do X because Y works so well. It may sound lame, it may sound like Buzzfeed. The reason that it crushes is because people know exactly what they're going to get. They're gonna click it, they're gonna get those five tips. It's not gonna be a documentary. It's not going to be some long essay. They know exactly what they're going to get. Has anybody seen those blogs out there where, you, where you're looking and it says like one minute read, two minute read, things like that? That's just click expectation because you're giving people an expectation on exactly what they need to, uh, what, what they're going to get on the other side of their click. So, the example I have in my beautiful slides, which are never going to be seen by anybody, are, <laughs> uh, so a bad example. Northeast America is bracing for bad weather. By the way, snow day on Monday? I actually also teach at Muhlenberg College and they canceled the college. And then, these are my interns, well, one of them is my intern, she's filming it, she's one of my students. And uh, I woke up and I was like, okay. And then my kid's daycare wasn't canceled, I was like, okay. And there was no snow. <laughs> Great. Uh, but I didn't have to teach that day. Uh, okay, so, uh, bad. No Northeast America is bracing for bad weather. Why is that bad? Yeah, well, yeah, one, you already know what's going on. Two, like, what do you mean by bad weather? Like, is it gonna snow? Is it gonna rain? Is it gonna sleet? Is it gonna be windy? Is it gonna be cold? Is it gonna be hot? I don't know what it's gonna be. I can guess, because it's February. I guess it'll be cold. Maybe it'll snow. How much is it gonna snow? Is there gonna be ice? Should I drive? What should I do? Like, there's no, there's no specificity there. So a better one might be, Northeastern Americans have never battled a blizzard of this magnitude. So at least, now one, I have like really catchy great verbs in there, right? Blizzard, magnitude, battling, then you get this emotion that you're putting yourself into where you're, where you're thinking about people actually battling blizzards, you know? So that's very specific, but I also, it's very specific. I know there's going to be a blizzard. I know I'm gonna be battling, so it's probably gonna to be tough for me to travel. I know it's going to affect me empathetically, so then I'm going to get into the other side of that content. So that's specificity. I keep forgetting this is a six minute presentation. Yeah. Woo, okay, empathy. Empathy is about emo is emotional identification. So every single thing that you do needs to empathize with the person that could click it, could consume that content. So empathy is the most important thing. It's the reason why anybody puts anything on the internet. If you don't do anything, 
uh, the side that, that, that I tell you to do today, do empathy. Like, care about people truly in your business and with your content, and that will come out. They will give back to you when you actually create content that empathizes with them. It's not just identification, it's emotional identification. Feeling in others what you have felt in yourself. Your, your content has got to make people feel something. So, so when you said the Northeast is, uh, is, is bracing for bad weather, I don't really feel anything. I'm kind of like, oh, bad weather, yeah. We get that announcement all the time. Or get ready to battle a blizzard of intense magnitude. I'm already emotionally transporting my place, my, myself, to a place where I'm driving my car down the road and I'm worried that I'm gonna skid and my baby's in the back, I have a four and one year old, and they're in the back seat and they don't, and, and like I'm worried about them all the time. I'm putting myself in this emotional place. I've gotta click this content, I have to. It makes me feel something. And then deliver is super, I forget I have the slides now. Deliver is super important because deliver is the value. Like, if you do not lead with value all the time, you're gonna lose. You have got to lead with value. When you're showing, when you're giving people value and delivering on your promises, you have a great headline and you're delivering on your promises, you're surprising people, you're giving them tons and tons of value that they can take with them, they will give back to you with money for your business. They, they will become leads, they will become sales, or what, what I even like more than them becoming customers is that they tell other people about me. And then they tell more people, and then they tell more people, and then they tell more people, because we are delivering value. We haven't just been another one of these companies that our entire social media feed looks like sale, 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 buy this, buy this, buy this, buy this, buy this, right? It's the worst, who cares? I'm not gonna buy any of your stuff. I mean, like, there's so much competition out there. Give me value, though, then I'll actually know that you care. You know, I can build a relationship with you. Like, let's go back to the mom and pop days of business, but do it online, where we actually have a relationship with our customers. We do that through content, and we do that through value. So that's deliver. And that's pretty much an hour of a presentation in 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, so why am I telling you all this? As I said, like, so what we do is we build passionate communities through video, but I wanna empower you all, entrepreneurs in this room, to stop talking about your products and stop talking about your services and start talking about the problems that your market faces and how they feel, how they feel, you know? Ask yourself, what problem are you solving and how does that make people feel? And then create a crap load of content around that that is valuable to people, right? Who's an entrepreneur in here? A lot of you entrepreneurs? Who wants to tell me what their business is? Anybody? Yeah, what's your business? Identity theft. Identity theft? Oh my gosh, that's awesome. There's so many emotions behind identity theft, right? Right? So instead of saying, we have a solution that will protect you 24 hours a day, seven days a week from identity theft, what could you say instead? Like, what's the emotion? What, what do people feel when their identity is thieved? Yeah, their privacy, right, right, right. How does it feel when someone comes into your home, breaks in your, breaks your window, unlocks your door, grabs the TV, unscrews it from the wall, and takes it from you, and also looked at your kid while they were sleeping on the couch and then left? How would you feel if the analogous of that happened to you on the internet? 
Scary, right? Make content about that. Then they'll become customers. Does that make sense? I love it. I love it. Your VA business, right? You are solving so many problems with your VA business, right? I have VAs. I totally get it. I don't have time, but I also don't have the resources to throw a full-time salaried healthcare staff position at every single need I have in my business. So I hire VAs to get rid of my stress, to alleviate my emotional anxiety, so I can spend more time with my four-year-old and my one-year-old, you know? Not because I have problems in my business I can't solve, right? It's so much different. It's all about how you talk about it. So I just want to urge you that if you give value, people will give value back to you. And it's a trust thing. You have to trust it. And you have to have faith in it. But it works. That's it. Do we just go into Q&A now? Okay, let's Q&A. Yeah? Um, how long have you been doing this? And how did you get into it? Oh my gosh. This is why I didn't... I had a slide in there where I was going to go through who I am. What the slides are. Here's the slide about who I am. Okay, so basically, I, I got my master's in journalism at uh, Syracuse. And uh, when I was 30, I'm 38 now, I spent my 20s in theater, and then I was like, ah, I gotta pivot, what am I gonna do? So I actually went back to grad school for media. So I, was, I got my grad degree in broadcast journalism at Syracuse, and I went to TV news for a few years, and then I went into digital. Uh, so that's when I landed at Business Insider. You guys know Business Insider? They're more well-known as Insider these days, um, which got birthed during the time when I was there. So I was, uh, I was one of the first video producers at Business Insider. Um, there's hundreds of them now, and uh, I ended up being a, a news editor across all verticals there. Then I was brought on to New York Magazine. I was very lucky. They, they asked me to build their video program from the ground up. You guys know New York Magazine? Vulture, The Cut. Uh, they have a lot of those individual brands underneath. Daily Intelligencer. Um, so I, I, I built and ran their video program uh, over the course of uh, a couple of years. Uh, the reason I'm here, do you guys know Rodale? I was briefly hired to run all of Rodale's video. So I ran men's health, women's health, all these. So I ran their video. It was cool. They sold the company. I stayed in Allentown, so I like it here. Uh, <laughs> and then I built my own company. Uh, well, I actually ended up at Now This first. So I, I, I was at Now This for a year and a half where I built three lifestyle people. You guys know Now This? They're, they're the number one Facebook video news publisher. They, they skew, you know, Gen Z millennials. Um, so I built three lifestyle channels over in Now This. Now This Sports, Now This Food, and Now This Money. Uh, and, now, and now I run my own business. So that's my, that's my background. It was all content. Like all online content before I, before I got into it. I'm sad I didn't get to the slide because you would have believed me so much more <laughs> if you saw my background. I'm going to get off of this because it just sounds egotistical. Like. Okay, anyway. Okay, now, go ahead. Do you have a question? Oh, yeah, go ahead. During that last um, answer to you used the word digital. Can you define what that means to you? Could you throw it out like just in the middle of transferring? Digital just means to me stuff that's online. Stuff that's online. It's a, it's a stupid buzzword, really. Because I, because I just feel like everything is digital now. Like, I mean, so, yeah. I mean, to me, it just means stuff that's online. <laughs> go ahead. Oh, you want to go back? Okay, yeah, we'll go back there. You were waiting. Okay, good question. What do I do? Uh, no, <laughs> I know. Because I just wanted to give you value during this. Because I, I figured you would ask me this during the Q&A. So, 
Guide Social is a video marketing company. So we, we basically have two sides of it. So I'm an entrepreneur that runs a video marketing agency. I do also do coaching and consulting on video specifically, but largely what, what I do is run this company in Alabama. But the thing I'm super excited about is the other side of the business, where we're building communities around brands. We sort of created this new product where brands sort of tap us on the shoulder and become secret agents to go build passionate communities around their brands. The, the reason that we did this, my, my first ever client was uh, a guy named Ali Almasi, who is in the Lehigh, who lives in Lehigh Valley. He runs a company called Zapras. He told me about this event, actually. Um, and he sells saffron products that cost like 20 bucks. You know Ali? Oh, of course he was. You know, he's like Mr. Lehigh Valley. He's a good guy. He was my first ever client. I didn't know anything about anything. I was just going to run social media for him. Because you guys know my background, I was like, I looked at myself, what business can I run? Well, I know social media really well. Maybe I can help small businesses use it more valuably. Is that a word? Valuably? Yeah. In a more valuable way. Um, so, but the thing is, once I got into direct response marketing more and I understood more of the numbers behind it, I realized that direct response like Facebook ads and crap like that, and I've run, I've run hundreds of thousands of dollars of Facebook ads in my career, and I know about them, it does not favor people that have $20 products. It's not a profitable enterprise. It just doesn't work, especially if you're a startup and you're not willing to invest a ton of money. So we, we created a product for them, basically, where, where basically you, you, kind of, you can kind of tap us on the shoulder. We go out and we find brand evangelists to review your products, and we're building a media company to sort of spread the word about those products. We're going to be pushing traffic to them. And they're, they're going to be creating testimonial videos, demo videos, things like that. Um, and then we're also building communities on the back end for these companies um, and nurturing those communities um, for much less than we ever charged to run it. So that's the other, I'm super excited about that. It's called BESTA, it's like our new program. It's obviously nothing like it has ever existed and everybody thinks I'm crazy, but I love it. Go ahead. How much is that? How much, it's $500 a month to, uh, for us to do all of this stuff. And so we, we, like, we go and we get the evangelists, and we, we do all the video content. We're, we're starting a YouTube channel on a whole media operation to, uh, well, it's actually Fortnite. <laughs> Special one-time press. Um, uh, so yeah, anyway. There, there's like a lot involved in it, but we just wanted to sort of, we worked with a lot of these companies, and they all come to us, like, how can you help us? And I'm like, well, we can't advertise for you because you'll lose money. And uh, I, I know you can't afford our rates for direct advertising for us, so we came up with something that we knew that entrepreneurs could, could, could afford, and, and which is in line with my own personal values, which are brand and community. Um, but it's very hard for a brand to create their own community. I thought it was a much cooler idea if somebody created a community on their behalf. Like what if we just sort of like lit a fire about the brand, like around the world without the brand being involved? I think that would be pretty cool, right? Yeah, go ahead. So for these brand evangelists, um, what kind of characteristics do you go for? Your avatar. Uh, who's your avatar? Who's your ideal customer uh, demo, demographic? Anybody. No, that's not true. Because my, my four-year-old doesn't care about their ideal oh, right. 18 and over. How much do 18 to 25, like are they, are they gonna buy it, 18 to 22? So probably more like 30 maybe? Yeah. Like when do I start caring about identity? This is my teacher coming out. Ah, I hate it. Do it through content. But yeah. 
I know. Right. So it's parents. So parents. So it's parents. So you do you do the research on that. But like, let's say your avatar is thirty year old, uh, thirty year old males that make a hundred thousand dollars plus a year. We would find thirty year old males that are hundred thousand dollars plus a year, and we would get them to test your product, and then we would. Uh, build communities around. Does that make sense? So these are not influencers. I'm not an influencer marketing guy. No, yeah, sorry, yeah. I'm not interested in influencers because the numbers are not good on influencers. Screw that. It's good for them. It's just empathy. People just want to see themselves in content. So show me like somebody just like me, right? So th these are just people. So you do like an online, it's almost like a focus group that you reveal to the public. Yeah, sort of, yeah. Although it's like super public, the whole point is for it to be like super public. And it's based around innovation. I mean, we're, we're trying to find innovative companies. That's what the brand is all about. And then how do you get people to actually see that content? Because we're building a media site around it. And I'm gonna drive paid traffic to it until it gets really big. Um, and a YouTube channel. So you have one umbrella site and there's various little niches that, that, that reveal the brand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, the brands can do whatever they want. I mean, plus, the, the brands can use all of their email lists, organic traffic, they, they can use it in advertising, like whatever it is, because there's nothing that makes people buy stuff more than social proof, more than other people saying they will buy stuff. I mean, just think about how many Amazon reviews you, you, I mean, even like, I, I bought a phone case for seven bucks the other day, and I read like 80 reviews on the freaking thing. It was still like such a hard decision for me to make. I needed social proof to make that decision. Sorry, I actually have two questions. Okay. My first question is, how do you identify or how do you get people that, that you would consider for testing and promoting a product? You mean like how do I get these evangelist people? Yes. So uh, uh, d don't worry about it. We'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the idea is that a brand, so, so a brand comes to us and they tell us who their ideal customer avatar is. And we go out and we find people. We're, we're, we're building a community as we speak of people that will try things. We are mostly focusing on physical products right now because the reason that they will make this stuff, this content, because we're gonna be asking these evangelists to make about 10 minutes of content on their phones with video that we can actually do something with. So what they get out of it is they get a free physical product. You know, which with margins is usually not that big a deal, right? So it costs the brand seven dollars for somebody to try their product. They're doing this all the time anyway, but now they're going to get this social proof uh, content out of it. So we find the ideal avatar, give them the give them the product, they test it. If they like it, we give them all of these standards and guidelines to do it. But here's the thing: they don't need to be perfect. People want to see people; they really do. Like you don't need to be perfect. You don't need to like speak to camera and be like, "I recommend this brand because." Oh, shit. You know, like it's not that. Like they just want truth. They want authenticity. I guess. I guess my question is, you know, you know, if say I might be interested in doing something like that, how would I get on that list? Oh yeah, it's, there, there's like a, just just like an application. Because I always want to make sure that like I'm only taking. I mean, I don't know your company or anything, but I'm just saying that I, I only want to take companies into the Vesta program who I think their products are freaking awesome. Because I think the worst thing would be to, for me to just like let anybody into the program and then I let people try their products and everybody's kind of like, lame, okay, lame. And then you end up like just sort of giving up. On I'm, because, talking, yeah. I'm talking on the testing side. So yeah. say, say I wanted to be, you know, include my name for somebody who's looking for a 60 year old demographic. 
you know, to test something. Oh, to test something? Yes. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> I mean, because again, like, everybody who, like, all, like, everybody, everybody can do it. Like, as long as you're willing to make 10 minutes of content on your phone authentically, without, and we'll help you do that for free stuff, then, I, like, we're taking everybody. We want to build these whole communities, right? Problem I always have is I see those ads that say we're going to show you this and talk about this, and you click on the link. The pictures that they show never show up anywhere. Are you anywhere. talking about ads or are you talking about content? Um, both. I, I, you know, I've seen, you know, I've gone to lists that say this is what we're going to talk and about. And then you don't get that. And you don't get this it. This is why so we're talking today. Because everybody sucks at this. And so I don't want you guys to suck at so it. So the question is how, you know, with so much suckiness out there, yeah. how do you differentiate your specificity from a sucky list? Well, you're gonna deliver. You're gonna over deliver on value because people are going to get exactly what you promised them in the headline and then you are going to crush it for them. When they get done reading or watching that piece of content, they're gonna say, wow. They care, they did their research, they understand me, they understand what I'm going through, and I got massive value from this. You're gonna you're you're gonna win by just caring, really. I, I really truly believe that. And of course you're gonna build a tone and a voice for your brand that's going to come out and everything, but at the end of the day, give people value. Like my hope is that you guys got a lot more value out of today than me just pitching you my company, just like I'm hoping that like when you create content, you will be able to uh, give value to people that over deliver, like over deliver 100% of the time for 100% of people and they will come back to you. Like that's, that's more, does that help? Yes. Okay, good. Yeah. Oh, make... sorry. You, you can go to it because I, I don't know what oh, you're going to Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Do you engage or indulge in any form of market research to help your potential clients? Yeah, 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 definitely. What, what form does that take? Before well, you start pitching content, you gotta know something about the product, the brand, the what, what they're trying to achieve, et cetera, and what that market potential is. Yeah, well, well, I mean, as I mean, as a as an agency, we 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 have a, a process where we sort of deep dive with all of our clients, and so we we obviously do the same thing with everybody in the best of programs. So uh, we we deep dive first and foremost on persona, so we figure out. Exactly. Uh, again, it's not about the product. It's about the problems that it solves. It's about the pain points that it solves. About who's feeling pain because that's where the market happens. Like markets don't come from your product. Markets come from the, the market. How do you generate that either either that need or or that create that demand? That's what you're trying to do, right? Well, it's not my job. So it's not my job to create demand for a product, and that's and that's where people get marketing wrong. And, and, and that's why, that's actually why I created this Festa program. I was sick of having products where it was like, um, so I partnered early in my career at advertising. We used to do a lot of like Facebook advertising and everything. I partnered with a lot of businesses, to be quite frank, that were not very good. They were just not good ideas. Or there was a crowded market space and they were not doing anything different. And to me, I cannot market that in a way that, like, I can't make them better than they are. Like, as a marketer, I cannot make that company better than it is. Does that make sense? Like, it's not my job in marketing to make your product better. 
And it's not my job in marketing to make to to craft a message around your product that makes it seem better than it is. I think the best products have marketing built into them. Did you guys you guys know Seth Godin? Read the Purple Cow. Homework it takes two seconds to read. Two hundred thousand seconds, maybe, but it's, it's it's worth reading for sure. Um, okay, somebody else have their hand up? Yeah. So the product you're delivering, the 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 video, are you, are you assisting your client to build this video yes. deck, or is it you're yeah, not yeah, doing yeah. it? You're assisting them on and coaching them on building this video and deploying it over whatever digital. So, so I, so uh, like what what they shoot would be raw footage, basically, and we, we we have a bunch of specifications for it. So, because a lot of people do this wrong, because we want to make sure that it's authentic and and all of this. So we have basically it's ten minutes of shooting that they do on their phones. Phones can shoot amazing video, and uh, this raw content for testimonial endorsement type stuff does better anyway, and. Uh, and, and they would give us that footage, and then we would make it, we would make it into something that would uh, move mountains. Does that make sense? Yes. You, now you mentioned authentic a few times. What, I mean, what, what, what's the hurdle of that line between you know what they deliver on their cell phone versus what you're coaching to be authentic? Uh, the the biggest hurdle is that people try to perform. <laughs> you know. So I mean, I don't want a performance. So um, with, with some clients, I just, I, I, I honestly interview them and they, they, they talk. And in fact, if any of you have businesses, number one, every single person here that's an entrepreneur should go get testimonials right now. I mean, you should hire us too. <laughs> but uh, go get testimonials right now. Don't ask them to speak to their phone. Meet up with them or do like a, a Zoom interview with them and just talk to them and record it and then just use that content because then it will be authentic. Because that, that's the thing. I, I used to teach acting for years. And the biggest problem that people would have is that they would be in their own way. You know, all of a sudden they would just be talking to you in a bar and it would be totally cool. Be, okay, perform. And they would all of a sudden turn into like some different version of themselves. So that's the real hurdle. So the things that we have in our sort of, we, we have a whole thing that evangelists go through is that they understand exactly how to have that authenticity on camera. And obviously we'll have them redo it, but it doesn't quite work. But I feel confident that we can make it work in that way. To answer your question somewhat? How many of you are on Facebook all the time and see digital marketers in your feed trying to sell you stuff? And they're like people that look probably too much like me that are talking in, in, into the camera, probably a little bit too much like you're talking to you right now. And, and they're basically saying like, oh, do this. Facebook ads are gonna solve all your problems or use Google ads to skyrocket your business in 2020 and all this crap, right? There's an epidemic around data-based advertising where we feel like if we, like the only reason that we should market is if we get direct ROI, and in, in marketing terms, we, we, we measure ROAS, which is return on advertising spend. And if our ROAS is not three to one, we're gonna dump that marketing company and move on to another one. Um, and it's just a mess, because it's creating a bunch, of, a bunch of companies that don't give a crap about their customers. And they're not building a brand, they're just building a funnel. And that's boring to me. So, um, my, uh, so I, I can't really answer that. I, I think that any content marketer is gonna have a really tough tough time uh, talking about when you're going to get direct profitability off of these things. Um, but this is why we priced it so freaking cheap, like $2,500 to get 40 pieces of social group content and a community built for you, I feel like is going to speak for itself from a profitability standpoint, because obviously it's more valuable than that. So I don't know, that's where our thought was. It's early days of it.
So can I go and look at something right now that you built? I mean, it's, it's public on, on your website. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so I built, uh, so, so it's, it's really new, but I'm like super quick to market on like everything I do because that's how I roll. So, so I've been- Seriously, no. Yes, yeah, seriously, no. I thought you were joking. Oh, no. No, no, no. Actually, you have to see it, right? So we have built a site, and it's almost ready to go. And we have clients, and they're ready to go. And we have evangelists, and they're ready to go. And I've been selling it um, to my communities through various presentations and webinars and things like that. Um, so it's all, it's all ready to rock and roll. We just haven't decided. We're just like we're, we're like we're probably we're probably about a week away from going like super public with it. Like we have the sales page for it almost done. So um, I'm excited. I'm excited about it. But yeah, there's there's actually nothing public about it right now. I don't think. But if anybody wants the deck, I'll send it to them. the the slide deck I have on it. Uh, I'll totally send it along to you. Yeah. First of all, amazing job. You know the things you have to do on the other side of the cliff. Yeah, be specific, be empathetic, I love it. Yeah. One of the best jobs I've ever heard of anybody explaining that. Oh, thank you, that's so nice. How do you get them to the other side? What's the front part of it? How, what works best to get them? What do you mean? Well, the constant contact, all these things that are out there now, you might have uh, a really good backside of the click with the things you talked about, but what works to get them to see you in the first place? I think that's what you're talking about with this other product. I'm still a little bit- So, so, so you're saying, uh, you're saying it's one thing to create all this content. How do you get people to actually see it? So, like, what? So, what I'm teaching you how to do is optimize it for when people see it. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, yeah, because because what I was teaching you today allows you to like once they see it, they'll definitely click it. So the question is, how do you get it to them in the first place? Right, chicken or the egg is tough. And this is why most people lose because they just. They, they get lazy. They're kind of like, because they're not patient. You know, so you, you've got to build an audience. If you don't build an audience and you don't build a community, it doesn't work. Um, again, this is why we created this program, because yes, this does do it for you. That being said, you should be doing everything. Like, even if you ended up working with us, you should be doing all this stuff, which is, um, uh, so what do I do for my own personal brand, for example? It's a great thing, because I, I don't actually make any money on my personal brand. It's like just a, funnel to get people into my company. So what I do is I create crap loads of content. My intern is shooting this right now. I'm gonna cut this into 50 pieces of content. And I'm gonna smatter that across every social media platform that we have. And uh, I do that with everything. I create, I, I have a YouTube channel and I, and I make YouTube videos. I shoot like eight of them at a time and then I slice them up into little bits and they're all pieces of video content that live everywhere. And then you're saying, great, so you have the content, yes. So how am I getting that content out there? I'm building an email list, and every time I have a new piece of content, I send it to the email list. We use Active Campaign. I also do smart $1 Facebook boosts on everything. So if anybody has gone to my website at all or gone to any of these sites, congratulations, you're gonna be in my funnel now. And that basically means that you're gonna start seeing my value content. I got, there's no sales. We're not selling anything right now. Um, it's just value, just value content. So what I do is I have, uh, I create it, because I, I know Facebook ads, so I've created an audience of everyone that visits my website or engages with my brand or my company's brand in any way. And I spend a dollar a day on each one of my videos and make sure that it's 
boosted to that specific audience. And so that's how I accelerate um, people being able to see me because yeah, I mean, it's hard, especially on Facebook. And some platforms are gonna be better than others. You, you need to find a way to build an email list because you own that, but Facebook page, you're gonna have to boost to get anybody to see it because it's just a dead zone for organic reach right now. I mean, when you post something, like, nobody sees that stuff. Like, oh, no. What? What about LinkedIn? LinkedIn is awesome. LinkedIn, TikTok, awesome. So LinkedIn and TikTok right now are the two places where you can get lots of free organic reach. But the others, like Instagram, really hard to get seen. Facebook, super, super hard to get seen. Uh, LinkedIn is really good. The only thing I would tell you, and, and you should definitely be like blasting content all over LinkedIn and being valuable to people, uh, but you have to make sure to engage. So you, like, you have to give back as much as you want to receive, meaning, Find other people, comment on their stuff, engage with their stuff, share their posts, um, ask questions and comments, you know, give back to that community and then you'll receive back to them because that's how the algorithm works. So the algorithm will reward you for doing that and hopefully other people will reward you for doing that as well. But LinkedIn is a great place for content right now. They're pushing it like crazy, whereas others are suppressing it because they want you to pay for the traffic. Facebook, Instagram.